Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Life with Nangs. Today with me, I have Alice and Kareem. And today we're basically going to be talking about relationships. Not necessarily in the sense of, oh, I'm dating this person and I'm dating that person. No, we're talking about relationships in the actual sense of the word relates and your ships, whatever that means. <laughs> I'm talking about like relating with other people, you know, how like you relate with people in your day-to-day lives and maybe going as far as like your romantic relationships that and that but um, that's basically what we're going to be talking about today personally for me i've had like a lot of experiences you know that have shown me that oh how i relate with people actually matter because you don't want to be relating with somebody in a certain kind of way that you know gives the next person you know that isn't necessarily talking to you is just watching you like the nastiest impression of you because you know you could do something that you don't think is such a big deal but like to the next person you know you're you've done something that makes you kind of standoffish and unapproachable so it's hard for them to relate with you and it's possible that you know that person can be your helper and you just be like ah that's the end of the story because you're not nice so what do you guys think i personally feel like it's important uh i feel like as humans like we're actually social beings right so i mean you come across a lot of people in your lifetime and you have you really have no choice but to communicate with them and how you communicate with them really matters whether there are people that um are just your friends or people in who just happen to be in your walk of life mm-hmm. or people who even family or even your the ops like i like to say your enemies <laughs> you still have to be able to communicate to them and have a level of relationship with them so mm-hmm. uh, it really matters and i don't like to um to make conclusions before things happen so i just like to allow my relationship with whoever it is flow um, from the start before i start to um, make assumptions or make deductions of anything or any um any cues they're giving me that tells me that they might not exactly be one to relate with so yeah but if somebody is you know the first time you meet somebody say like the first time i met you you definitely had like an impression of, of me that you know made you be like i probably talk to this girl again you know i'm, I'm going to say something that's great that you're going to kill me oh my god, <laughs> I, swear to god I, was like, I was focused on that movie uh, <laughs> that movie mattered a lot to me but I, yeah, cho- like, I chose that movie anyways but go okay, ahead see like it was part of the plans all signs but yeah like um i was focused on the movie but of course like when you meet new people mm-hmm. you have it like, in the back of your head that okay um you're going, probably going to want to um, relate to them later on now i have something about me that might not exactly um, go with a lot of people when i meet new people especially um what i call cold meetups yeah where i had no idea who they were um before i met them um i like to try to keep up that communication or if not for anything just get in contact with them just because i don't want to have to remember that i've seen you before it's one of my night worst nightmares so yeah so that's just something about it but um yeah the first day i met you i really didn't think about it that way but i know that a lot of people think i know he's telling lies you guys but i let this one slide what do you think (laughs) um i feel like we've said a lot of things so i'll just go to like the first impression thing i feel like as human beings generally once you meet somebody whether or not you have had 
like a previous encounter or you just heard their gist or something just seeing the person you already make an impression of them in your head before they even speak with you and for me that's the important thing that's what i want to rebut right there are people that met and have told me nice girl me that i look too hard i look too rigid like you call me this morning (laughs) but you know my thing is well like have a conversation with me like enjoy my company be around me and then you 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 that's that's the one that matters most not the one where you just walk to the door and then you see me sitting down and then you're like yeah this girl is a bitch this girl is me this girl is this this girl is that and another thing is how i now like present myself to you especially if like we're in the midst of other people definitely Mm -hmm. goes a long way because we may be having a conversation and conversation is just between the two of us Mm -hmm. but you know the next person persons b and c they're forming their own opinions in their heads right and you don't know where you meet persons b and c again and then it's like oh yeah this girl came off as super defensive when she was having that conversation that time please let's just avoid this one or you could get someone like oh yeah i think you know she's very friendly she's very open-minded she's just someone that you could just meet right off the bat and you guys strike this awesome connection so it really depends on you know your response to whatever you're being told or uh okay i think i feel like you know we've had like so many conversations around like physical meetups around like physical meetups as we all know it's a pandemic (laughs) and you're not necessarily meeting a lot of people i don't think anybody that i have met in oh hell no i don't think anybody that i met in 2020 i met them i probably met them uh pre-pandemic not during the i don't think i've met any new people i mean if you have met new people i've met you pre-pandemic you not missing pre-pandemic really pandemic <laughs> ha hmm. well i guess you know i didn't lose that on 2020 <laughs> so yeah in situations you know where you cannot meet people physically how are you interacting with people online do you think like that necessarily relates that necessarily is important because say instablog has like the craziest post and then you know it rouses you up example of the incest thing that happened you know there's people that were able to respond with compassion there's people that you know could have been very angry there's people that came from the side of oh whatever you need you know assist me how are you able to relate with the situation relate with those people online and then like relate basically relate with anybody in general that you're not physically interacting with uh for me i feel like it, it matters more nowadays to mm-hmm. be to be able to relate with people online than, um, or to be able to put in the effort to relate with people online that it does um when you meet them in quote unquote the real world the reason is because online is like it's like a blind situation where the person really doesn't know you yeah. so you have to put in a lot to let them know you right um, so for example during the pandemic we met people in many ways mm. dating apps social media clubhouse clubhouse whatever it <laughs> what's is. the other one playhouse or something like that i can't even call but yeah but it really matters how you relate to people in um those uh spectrums because whatever you do one for one it's really long lasting because it stays there for a long time but two 
because they do not know you, you are trying to make an impression on them, whoever it is. And also, the absence of the um, body language um, in social media conversations um, also makes it important for you to always contextualize every single thing that you say. So I feel like um, in terms of since the pandemic started, um, I've met to people just as much as I would have if there was no pandemic, to be honest, um, online. But I try my best to keep the same energy as I would without the pandemic. Please, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why like, are you saying no? Like, for me, I, I don't know. I have, like, since the pandemic, it's more like being forced to interact with people online. And it's not like I've been burnt before, but I'm someone that lives through the experiences of other people. So I don't want it to happen to me as fast as it happened to someone around me. So it's always take whatever or whoever you're going to meet online with like three kilograms of salt because in my opinion everyone is putting up a front a front that you would like a front that you would you know i mean is anybody going to post i'm a narcissist or maybe some people would but is anybody yeah. going to post i'm a narcissist on instagram and then you would you know in your clear conscience go and start relating yeah. with that like no so for me yeah, it's, yeah. it's always a front it's yeah. always a front it's like okay oh yes this is me ah fine girl i have everything going for me and then that's who i that's that's what i'm selling to you it's like linkedin uh, right you're yeah. going to sell different things on different platforms depending on you know the kind of crowd that you want to attract do you want to attract the professional you know i'm you know into business and this that that you know how you package yourself mm-hmm. do you want to sell oh okay high class going on trips you know or you know how you package yourself but nobody if i'm if i want to form like an actual opinion of someone i can't go off what the person is feeding me on social media because i'm like it is specifically created for me to look at you in a certain light but who are you outside social media i feel like that's the more important part right because mm. i mean at the end of the day we'll still get to meet these people in real, <laughs> in real life and yeah. then when what you see on social i mean it's just like dating apps somebody tells you oh they are six three <laughs> you see the person the person is five two <laughs> it's like bro what happened like when, exactly. you know so it's, it's for me it's, it's it's a really tricky one when it comes to like having to create i, I can create the relationship with your pers- persona on social media but if I meet you in person and then it doesn't add up, add up yeah. the likelihood that it will continue is very slim. Yeah, the disparity will be so clear and you'll just be like, okay, what's going on? But I feel like it can, if going off like the social media thing, it can also be that, you know, the person is able to talk, you know, just text you and the person is actually like an introvert. I don't know if that makes any sense. Oh, so you're saying like, you know, people are... A bit more courageous on social media. Yeah, because, you know, there's no identity to, sometimes, to an extent, there's no identity to what you're saying. But then, yeah, no, I absolutely agree that it makes no sense because it makes you unrelatable at the end of the day. Because if people cannot, um, cannot identify themselves with you, I cannot relate with you. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I'm just going off what you're talking about people being introverted. I actually classify myself as someone that's introverted. I prefer to have, not as much as I hate texting, it's easier for me to convey whatever emotion I'm feeling 
via text right but the truth is even introverted people have the persons that they talk to a lot and what happened i mean certainly that person started off from point a, i use point a and b but that person started off from somewhere you know <laughs> <laughs> the person started off from somewhere with you know whoever is close to them now being like struggling in the relationship so if you're saying um you know they may come off as very chatty online and then in person they may not be it, it, it takes time right if you're not necessarily always like every single day but if you're constantly somehow around the person keeping up communication with the person you get like they're human beings too they would open up to you yeah. it's a different thing entirely when you know the the real persons that they are like they're very nature is not who they portray themselves to be online mm. and then you're having to deal with two different personalities that is where there is a problem it's, <laughs> it's not it's not really twice the fun because it's for me i just feel like it's it's problematic it's confusion it's like who do i deal with do i deal with this sweet person that you know i've been talking to here that seems very knowledgeable about everything or this person that just puts up the I don't care, please, as I could care less, don't involve me in this, don't talk to me about this. You know, it's like I need to know who I'm communicating with. Yeah. You know? But that's where time is of the essence, right? Um, so it's like a maze or a portal uh, that you eventually solve. Um, I, personally, I feel like I don't really feel like people can put up that much of a fraud on social media. I don't know why, but I don't feel that way. I feel like people can put up as much of a front on social media. You must really as know honest people. Like, no, not not honest. Like I've seen like treacherous people on social media. Uh, I've seen like okay. slimy people on social media. But in terms of And you them, still remain friends with them. Acquaintances. Uh, <laughs> um but in terms of me being able to like in terms of them being able to put up a front that they're not that person. In a matter of time, like I'll figure it out. So um, it's like a puzzle, but I feel like it's kind of like the same thing in social media in real life. Because I've seen people who put up a front in real life as well, and you know it does take some time. But you've actually it definitely you know, be sure. it. So um, one thing that matters as well as time is communication. It's like the most underrated thing ever. Mm-hmm. And the more you talk to people, the more, the more yeah. unravel. Mm-hmm. So it really matters to. Okay, so I'm basically going to take it up a notch now. How are you able to relate with your friends when, you know, you people might have similar personalities or, like, personas or, like, maybe not personas because I I feel like persona is generalizing. But how are you able to relate with your friends when, you know, you guys have, like, similar characteristics as well as, you know, opposite and clashing characteristics? Uh, For me, like... I think this is like one bad thing about me. There is, okay, there are, but one bad thing about me is. I can tell you most the of one the bad thing about you. <laughs> most of the people in my life, I have, I pick the thing that I relate to them with, and that's literally all I do with them, right? Like, I have friends that all our relationship is based on maybe football or school or work, and all I do with them is that. Um, so, in terms of that, like, I'm able to relate with them with that persona because. That's literally who I know, and I'm not trying to go beyond that. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of like when it clashes, of course, like you know, there's that one thing that you find in common. But when it clashes, I, I find myself to be someone who really um, allows 
time to heal things. So if I'm having tro- um, struggles like um, coming to terms with the differences in me and the person's relationship, um, I just feel like the more time I give it, um, the more wisdom you get as to how to handle it. So that's one thing I do. Now, in the age of the pandemic where you don't have the extra um, privilege of being able to, you know, check their body language or do other things other than talk, Mm -hmm. uh, I just feel like, just keep talking. You eventually figure it out. And I'm someone that always tells people, if I have a problem with you, I'll tell you, like, look, there's something that doesn't right here. Half the time. In the most diplomatic way ever. That's very important. It's so annoying. Because you can be stabbing him and you'll be like you know this thing you're doing I don't like it. I'd rather someone come up and be diplomatically telling me oh you know this thing you did I didn't like it. Because again you don't know. You're dealing with a lot of personalities in life. Some people are extremely sensitive. Some people are passive. Like some people just don't care. You know, you never know. <laughs> also, it comes from experience because I've had eggs on my faces a lot of time when mm-hmm. I misread people. I literally not exactly. There. So you want so to I, I not have to, like, you know, if I exactly. So if you if he's diplomatically telling somebody that probably didn't do anything wrong, but you know, he's he's not putting it in the person's face like ah, you slapped me and I don't like you and I'm going to you know. But the person will realize, well, this doesn't really relate to me. <laughs> this doesn't really relate to me. So I'm just going to, you know, try to explain, you know, what I meant, as opposed to the person being defensive and like, what the hell do you mean about this? Da, 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 da. Um, but so, like, how do you relate with a defensive person? Because you can literally be telling me a defensive stop. person. I don't. You can literally. <laughs> No, you can literally be telling a defensive person, oh my god, you're actually killing me. No. Or so, you can be like, do you know that you're killing me in the nicest way possible? So I feel like this. And they'll be like, no. oh my god, that's so wrong. Mm-hmm. That's how the other day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just no, no, like, no. So I don't like kill yourself. Communication, like, there's something Karim said that just, it's like, I one, diplomacy, it. two, communication, but three, there's timing. You know? If, if you're going to tell us like how we're all chatting having good conversation mm-hmm. you know and you just it's like I don't know I think it's the sandwich thing that you learn it's like oh yeah I think your hair is really nice you need to brush it a little sharp but it's really lovely it's like just throw it in there you don't need to be if the person catches it fine if the person doesn't catch it like at a later time you can tell the person oh look like I really enjoy our friendship I'm someone that sweetens things a lot because <laughs> It's, it's probably like a bad thing as well but it's like i don't want to lose you if i don't have to lose you right mm. so i'm going to try and pass whatever my emotion is across in the nicest way possible trying to find the best time we might even say okay let's go out for coffee let's go out for lunch let's go and do something and we could be having a conversation around the issue and then i will point it out to you in the nicest yeah. way possible and this is in relation to your friend right but how are you able to maintain a boundary because trust i've been in situations where you know i'm like oh you know what it's okay like it doesn't really matter that you're actually killing me you know what we're friends let's just push it under the rug it gets to a certain point that you need to maintain a boundary with this person but you know because of all those times that you've been like uh, oh your hair's so nice but i think you should brush it you know where you're like sweetening the deal you're unable to maintain a boundary because it's entirely new to this friend that mm-hmm. 
oh hey at this point i need to maintain a boundary with you no so i feel like boundaries really come from the person wanting the boundaries it's like don't put yourself in a situation that you don't want if i don't want to get spoken to in a certain way i would avoid engaging whoever i'm speaking with in certain conversation that i assume would make the person make certain comments about me right so if i don't want someone talking about my hair i would i don't know not talk about anything hair related with the person not to do anything i mean it's i know this comes up as insecure but it's really not insecure but then you're walking on eggshells am i i'm like i it depends on no go ahead not to sound or not to <laughs> this one is so annoying not to, not, like i i know what i'm about to say but i just want to say that so well as possible not to be the devil but i just feel like boundaries are overstated man like for real like half the time people say things like oh my boundary my boundary um stop but i'll go back to the example you gave right and i feel like that's one of the problems with people i grew up so i have two sisters my mom and Mm -hmm. my dad and i really grew up around people who were i'll help you do this kind of people so i learned about how Instead of saying, oh, your hair looks really nice, but would you brush it in this? They say, your hair looks really nice, and they take the brush and say, let me brush this part for you. Mm. Now, a lot of times, people say, oh, my boundaries and boundaries, this and that. But half the time when people are complimenting something, or even criticizing something, or trying to step into that boundary, I say, they're really doing you a favor. Because half the time, people would rather not, whether we like it or not, nobody's trying to be in everyone's business every time. So, um, personally, I feel like boundaries are almost there in that, in that manner because um, some people don't even know what the boundary that they are meant to be protecting mm. is and they just keep protecting or keeping their guard up for no reason. Mm. And that's another thing that could affect your relationship with a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people. I mean, but I would still say it's super important for you to have boundaries. So, my, my take is that okay. you're the one that wants the boundary, so you're the okay. one that should make that what, extra So, effort. give me like an example of what you call a boundary. So, uh, the reason why, part of the reason why I say this, and I say to a lot of people, when I say boundaries are overstated, is for the most part, when people say, oh, I had to, you know, put my boundary there, or you overstep my boundary, what they're literally saying is, you didn't respect me, or you didn't give me common decency. Now, mm. you don't need to have a boundary for someone to respect you. Ah, uh, okay. So that's something you have to see there. If, oh, you said because you allow that person get too close to you, or you allow that person um, get too close in your to your affairs, they start to disrespect you. Stay the main finish, problem is finish. not <laughs> allowing them to get too close to you. It's really allowing them to disrespect you. Because that's what the problem is, not the boundary. Because the only way you can improve a relationship is... But people actually getting encroaching cold. in the boundary that you're saying. So that's something like I've always felt is really personal. I don't have any boundaries as such. <laughs> but I just feel like, you know, as humans, you have to respect someone, no matter how close you are. Like my mom respects me, I respect my mom, vice versa. So that's just something that you have to see. And I don't know the kind of boundary that you really want to have uh, for your mother. <laughs> said something California very, very important. Like he said, I felt it's like he said something along the lines of 
you're the one that has the boundaries. How did you phrase it? Something about you're the one that has the boundaries. You let them, you let them come close enough for you to feel like you have a bound boundary yeah. to protect. So that's exactly what I've been saying. You're letting them come close. Take that step back. You're the one that knows your boundary. You're the one that knows where it will hurt when they start, you know, overstepping their lines. So before they get there, when you see them coming to you, why don't you just take the step back? I'm, I'm, and this is on the assumption that you have probably in some way communicated to them, oh, you know, I don't like being spoken to like this. Oh, I don't like, you've told these people this. Human beings are human beings. It's not like you tell, it's like a child, tell the child not to touch the sockets. That's when it's really interesting them. They want to go and really see what happens. You know, you keep on telling them until you start placing like those guards over it to make sure that they cannot or come on cough syrup bottles that are childproof, right? They take the extra effort to make sure the children cannot open it. Same thing with us. Like you take the extra effort to make sure in your relationship with this person, the person is not coming to is not coming close enough to offend you. So you are putting your boundaries up. Really, what is a boundary, right? Are you talking about the boundaries? Mexico wall? <laughs> I mean, okay, let's take the that Chinese wall. Well, let's take the Chinese uh-huh. wall as a boundary. Was it the people that they were trying to prevent from entering China that put up the wall, or the Chinese people themselves? Mm. A boundary is supposedly, well, not necessarily. A boundary could be impenetrable in the sense that. You, you're the one that knows the material you use or it could be permeable in the sense that well when somebody enters gets there they could pass through oh, it depends on who is coming in but you know i'll go through this with the two types of relationships that you mentioned at the start of the show so you have romantic relationships and platonic relationships uh-huh. these boundaries or the boundaries that we're talking about that you know overstepping them um, shouldn't be allowed to happen are actually those people doing those things that you deem to be able to step in are actually the thing that allows their relationship to go deeper and grow. So I'll give you an example. In a romantic relationship, for example, I'm seeing a woman and, you know, at the start of the relationship, we're talking about basic things, about, you know, hanging out and stuff. Then two years down in the relationship, we're talking about money. Now, half the time, people will be like, why are you in my, my purse? Why are you in my business? But a lot of the time, when people ask about things like that it's because they're trying to move the relationship further than where it is yeah right you know we're trying to talk about money to see if um, our finances are compatible yeah or if we can make something out of what we have or if we can't how we can make something out of what you have now on the other hand in platonic relationships you have friends who you're close with them okay you knew them from school relationship only has to do with school for example Mm -hmm. now you're done with school you're probably you're probably unemployed right um, during the pandemic but during the course of um your unemployment they are your conversation is still in um the same sphere that uh, it has always been in terms of oh how are you how are you doing uh, let's hang out let's drink let's smoke let's do all these things but then when they start to ask you important things or pertinent things about like um, you know, job application. Like, oh, yeah, preparing for stuff. Many people become defensive about it, saying, "Or oh, why do you want to know about that?" But half the time, they're really trying to. You want to run them for? Yeah, because we're <laughs> friends. I'll be doing you and myself a huge disservice if I'm not trying to um, see how we can help ourselves because I want this relationship to keep going. So, personally, the, I don't have boundaries. The, all those things they call boundaries, but I really, really need people to respect me. Like, ask me like the deepest of things, but respect me in that manner. So, 
yeah that's just what it is yeah i totally understand because you know i've been in certain situations recently and i've gone like bro you and you're definitely overstepping your line and i'm and i'm clearly studying to see that it's it's not really really them overstepping a line it's just me feeling like oh hey i was disrespected or i didn't feel like you respected me enough in certain situations so i'm not going to be able to relate with you you know on a certain level anymore um yeah another thing that i also wanted to talk about was like in relationships i feel like most of the time so not necessarily like romantic relationships and like friendships most of the time example friendships and social media one time i unfollowed um i unfollowed this girl you know and then you know she's like why'd you unfollow me blah 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 and and basically like because you post content that i cannot relate to it doesn't mean you know i'm not your friend anymore i just you know cannot relate to your content like it just doesn't serve any purpose in my life so i don't necessarily see why you know i should be following you because i solely want to feed my eyes you know we whatever like I, i want to feed my eyes with so how are you able to strike a balance you know with telling your friend that hey i cannot relate to you without you know see, seeming like you're outrightly being rude not just like your friend say at work too how are you able to you know tell them that see fam i can't relate to you like regardless of you know everything that you're saying i just cannot relate Man, I, I think I will just the first thing that came to my mind is everything every relationship has its cost to run. Right? Mm. Um if everyone on earth understands that it's easier for someone to get unfollowed without having to feel defensive, right? Um I could be talking like how uh, I think Karim mentioned having different relationships for different um things in life you have your work relationship you know if i should stop working at a certain place tomorrow i don't see i mean of course you can keep in communication with them but then if i choose not to Mm -hmm. that's where it ends i mean my my work situation with you guys is done yeah right so if everyone can understand that oh sometimes you know there's like deadlines the same way i mean on the flip side when it comes to like regular regular friendships uh-huh. last year i actually learned that and this goes to what karim was saying about you know relationships running deeper when you have when you don't have boundaries right when you're yeah, yeah and there was something i learned last year someone actually said you know the times when you're unable to communicate when you're unable to, when you are sort of in that rough patch being able to overcome it is when you're really talking about a relationship because you cannot have a relationship in the actual sense of the word without having those times when you're you know fighting or disagreeing with you can't even have a life you know so it's how how do we hand in hand overcome that obstacle right uh, and then if we cannot do we understand that you know okay maybe this is the end of the line for us are we willing to accept that we have you know this relationship has has run its course you know i feel like people who listen to this right now would have been able to um mark me as some type of person called what i've said (laughs) and i'll just add to it what i'm about to say um in terms of unfollowing people on social media especially people that you know who are your friends friends in real life 
because their content um, has become something that you're not really used to anymore or something that you know you don't relate with anymore from my experience i don't do that because i don't see the need to mm-hmm. so I, I keep my social media as a lot of things um an information source an inspiration source um but also one that i never really talk about i keep my social media as a an address book um uh, so many times i might have friends who's um passion or what they do at this point in time might not be what I would relate to. I have friends who have a different opinion from what I, you know, or different interests from what I like. But I keep them on my social media uh, just because I want to be able to reach them when I have to, right? Um, and I don't want to, I don't see the need to have to unfollow them. Now, if I'm really tired about what they're talking about, um, if they're really gross, if they're really saying things that are harmful to other people, um, that's where I step in in terms of I can mute them. I can, um, you know, talk to them about it and say, um, this is what is bothering me about what you're saying, you know, how about you look at it this way? But in terms of like following, I just feel like it's so, so in, so, in the social media age, unfollowing and following people has been made to be, has so much big effect, deal. right? <laughs> and it's actually from both sides of the divide um, that for me, it just feels like it shouldn't be. Um, but because of that, I wouldn't really unfollow my friend that I see every day on social media because um, what they are saying nowadays doesn't really relate to me. I'll keep it there because um, I want to be able to reach that page when I need to. Or I want to be able to see something that they post. I, I, I feel like no human is um, is 100% relatable to me. So they might be 99% unrelatable, but they'll have that one thing that I might want to see. So uh, I just keep them there. So okay, makes plenty of sense. So what would you say you know is the best way to relate with people going forward? Like not just your friends, not just people you know you kind of know. Everybody basically before you know you even go into romantic relationships. What's like the best way to relate with people? Personally, I feel like I'm I'm gonna go first. So I feel like right relate with people how you want to be related to. So. Uh, okay <laughs> I feel we can re- just relate with people how you want to be related to if you don't want to be spoken to in a brush tone don't speak to people in a brush tone if something is unpleasant to you you know state that it's unpleasant but you don't necessarily need to like I feel like there are rules of engagement that you can actually follow when you're talking to people just do unto others as you want them to do unto you However, you know, you want to communicate. If you would like me to call you three times a week, you know, let me know and let me actually see you calling me three times a week as opposed to, because I've done this in the past before, you know, where I just have an assumption in my head that this person is supposed to do it, do this, but I've never really spoken to them. So they can't relate to me wanting that at that point in time. And, you know, I get mad. I'm like, why are you not doing this? Why are you not doing this? Why are you not doing that? And... The person is so lost and they're just like, but you didn't tell me to do this. Yeah, and so I'm just like, yeah, but I assume that you should know. Like, which, you know, is a, is a problem. So do unto others as you want them to do unto you. And, you know, don't just do... don't just do it say like tell them as well exactly exactly i was going to say i definitely i agree with you but i don't think doing is enough there are a lot of people that 
if you like do from now now till next year it's not quick until you actually say like put it in written or orally tell them or sorry verbally tell them you know that you know this is how i want to be and i think that is what it is for me at least it's something that i'm learning to mm. do being able to not just do but actually tell okay this is how i would prefer you to speak to me or this is how and then if that is an issue then we know how to you know sort of um keep it moving or keep it moving exactly you know so just be able to communicate um how you want to be treated how you want and exactly if you're the same this it just goes into what you said as well even as you're telling them oh you know I want you to be able to do this. I want you to be able to do that. I remember telling, you know, Nengi at some point, I want to be able to call you out when you do something wrong. Just as I'm saying it, I like my action, my word, my sorry, my action should also follow suit. Like I don't just, I'm not just supposed to tell her and then, you know, that's it. Like your your action should complement your words, and yeah. I feel that's the best way to relate with anybody. You tell them, and then you do as you say. Mr. Controversial, let's hear you. <laughs> <laughs> you make it seem like I tried to be controversial. Uh, 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 you um, I would say like being self-aware is really important in everything. You know, um, half the time, like like what you said, you know, when you tell someone to do something you expect someone to do something you're not being self-aware at that time to actually realize that you're not doing the same thing so it really matters to um i'll just put the blanket phrase as self-evaluation uh, that's where self-respect self self-awareness all of those things come into play because in whatever it is that you're doing in life um it's like there's just you and there's other people around yeah now in order for you to work with other people uh-huh. you have to make you work with other people right yeah. um, people are different um, in different ways people communicate differently um, people react to things differently so um, during the course of your friendship or relationship with someone you're meant to actually be able to um, acknowledge that notice that and adjust to that while people are adjusting to you as well yeah. so that really matters um a lot and i feel like that really helps um to yeah let that relationship Alrighty, thank you so much guys we've come we've come to the episode of we've come to the ending of this episode don't forget to like um don't forget to like and subscribe and share with your friends and share with you thank you so much karim have a nice day guys bye